Hey everybody, on today's episode, I've got Hank from Fidelity Data Service, and we're gonna be talking about employment background checks. Crucial stuff here, you gotta listen. Welcome to the Property Management Mastermind Show with your host, Brad Larson. Brad owns one of the fastest growing property management companies in San Antonio, Texas. This podcast is for property managers by property managers. You'll hear from industry leading professionals on best practices, new ideas, success stories, and lessons learned. This is your opportunity to learn about the latest industry buzz surrounding property management, as well as tips and strategies to improve your business. Hey everyone, we wanted to introduce the RentWorks Summit going on December 7th and 8th, 2023 in San Antonio, Texas. We're only allowing six attendees to this event, two full days of all the inside-outside training that RentWorks puts on with BizDev Mastermind, our CPA, our maintenance team, our operations, our leasing, all that two full days in San Antonio. Visit rwmastermind.com. Imagine a world where the phone doesn't ring, but tenant leads still get pre-qualified and scheduled. Where in-person showings get coordinated automatically in real time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Where occupants and owners are automatically notified of showings and leasing reports. Or imagine, no one has to show your rentals and they get leased faster than ever, safely and securely. That's the world of Tenant Turner, Come learn more about our beautiful scheduling software and world-class customer support. Call us, 888-976-4638 or visit www.tenantturner.com. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Property Management Mastermind Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Larson. Now today's guest, I've got Mr. Hank coming on and he's got a really interesting story and it touches a lot of us in a couple different ways because, well, without trying to steal some of his thunder, it really is something that we are not doing very well in our industry for a number of different reasons. And I wanted to bring Hank on because I thought his story is very interesting and it directly applies to a lot of us because we are dealing with some very, very important issues in the property management industry world, especially in our single family home, residential world, the multifamily world. Uh, lots of money flying around, lots of money in commercial, lots of money in residential. And we are money managers first. And in a side effect of that, we manage assets. The assets are the properties, residential, commercial, whatever those could be. So I want to bring Hank on and I want to give him the floor to introduce himself. And he was telling a story pre-show and I said, Hey, Hank, stop, start there. That is magical. I want to hear that all over again. Uh, I think he's going to be a really interesting cat to interview. So Hank, thanks for coming on today. How are you, sir? Please continue with that introduction that you were giving me. Go ahead, sir. Okay. Well, as I said, formerly with the FBI, that's where I got my training for background checks. Uh, I started my own company 13 years ago doing background screening. And as any good entrepreneur, you've got to go out and beat the bushes for new business. So in that connection, I was talking to a uh, large automobile dealer and I, I asked him who he was using to do background checks. He told me, I said, I'm very familiar with that company. They've been sued over 156 times for violations of the Fair Credit Reporting Act. He seemed non-pulsed. He didn't seem to be too concerned about it. Come to find out, as we talked a little more, he was getting a good deal on the background checks. 
very, very cheap price. We couldn't match it. So I, uh, I pointed that out to him that you get what you pay for. So he said, well, you know, Hank, uh, we're going to continue doing what we're doing. Thanks for the call and hung up. And it really incensed me that he was so oblivious to all these outright uh, violations of federal law. So I said, I'm going to put something together. I'm going to write a book on this. And that's what I did. And I learned that over 100 background screening companies have been sued for violations of the Fair Credit Reporting Act. I also learned that 75 of the Fortune 1000 companies have also paid millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars in damages to plaintiff's attorneys on behalf of their applicants. So I said, uh, as in effect, that's fallout that these other companies become victims themselves as well as the uh, applicants. One of the things I wanted to do was list what violations are being, uh, what the violations that companies are, are doing under the Fair Credit Reporting Act. So what I'd like to do is go through the prevalent violations that are being seen every day by me. Uh, the FCRA, the Fair Credit Reporting Act, uh, was written, I believe it was in 1970, ostensibly to regulate back, uh, regulate the three uh, credit bureaus. Then later on, because of the advent of background screening, they did more and more regulation of the act themselves. And that's what I want to talk about. Uh, the so let's, FTC, give some, let's give the listeners, uh, sorry to cut you off, Hank. Let's, let, let's give the listeners a little bit more information about you. You run and own Fidelity Data Service. That's fidelitydataservice.com. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys, a, you do a complete background screening. And just looking through your website real quick, you offer searches for federal criminal search, federal civil, county credit, social security numbers, motor vehicles, workers' comp. And where I think your services could be most valuable for our industry is the employment background screening, because I feel that anybody who touches funds that go in and out of our organization, they need to be very well screened. And that's a next level screening. That's an FBI level screening. It's not just a standard credit score screening because criminals and past felons can slip through the cracks. And so I want to give the listeners that context. And now I'm actually kind of fascinated because you are a former FBI uh, agent and you've applied that trade to the consumer world. And I really think this is a neat opportunity for people to learn more about the background screening. So I'm interested to hear more about that realm of if you were to say, hey, I'm going to I'm going to have a new accounting coordinator start tomorrow. Uh, I need you to screen potentially that person, make sure they're not a, a convicted felon, make sure they're not a uh you know, anything that could be bad or cause me harm. And that, that's kind of where I, I think the listeners really want to hear what you can do for them. And the story, of course, of the FCRA is kind of interesting too. So please continue, sir. Okay. If I were to make a pitch to a new company, whether it's an employer, a, a uh, automobile dealership, or a property management company like yourselves, 
you're not only uh, doing backgrounds on the applicants that are going to move into houses or uh, apartments, townhouses, but as you point out, the employees that are handling money. The biggest thing, and when I was with the Bureau, I investigated a lot of bank fraud and embezzlement cases. So a lot of what we would do for somebody that's going to handle money would be, number one, we do a nationwide background uh, check to see if they've been arrested any place other than where they live or work. It would be nice to be able to do a fingerprint check. That's what we did in the Bureau because people use different names. That would be good. Also do a federal search because there are two uh, divisions of criminal searches. One is basically local and state. That would be robberies and and, uh, kidnapping maybe on a local level, Uh, different types of fraud. Federally, it's a separate entity Whereas an armed robbery is a local offense, if someone robs a bank, then it becomes a federal offense. Anything having to do with banks, bank fraud and embezzlement, that's a federal offense. So you want to check that to make sure that they haven't violated some federal law. And I would say maybe 25% of the arrests and convictions are federal. So that needs to be done. The other thing is a credit check to make sure that they're responsible or paying their bills. They're not over their head. So you want to do that. You also want to do the National Sex Offender Registry. We do that. It's very inexpensive. And that lets you know if they've got some problems in that area. Obviously, you wouldn't want them working with somebody and harassing anybody in the workplace. So The other is that's very, very important is the county level search. And a lot of background screening companies that have been sued don't do that. They go to a stale database. We go to the county records. It's up to date. We have an electronic integration with county level uh, courthouses. So for example, if somebody was arrested for fraud or, uh, or theft, and then they were a judge not guilty or adjudication was withheld or some other uh, uh, court activity, we would find that out immediately. Using stale databases, you would never know that. That in and of itself is a violation of Fair Credit Reporting Act. Supposing somebody was arrested, found not guilty, that shouldn't show up on a background check, but sometimes it does if they don't have up-to-date records. Again, up-to-date records are going to give you a good idea of what's going on with that individual because it's up-to-date. Also... I think that's very important, and I I was very short-sighted there, Hank. I was very short-sighted a minute ago because I only applied that in my mind to anyone that handles money. But now that you you mentioned some of the the background checks you do, not just in in the money realm, but also the sex offender realm, for example... That has, has kind of like, you know, smacked me in the face saying we need to be doing this for potentially all employees because our employees are either handling our owner's money, tenant's money via uh, account numbers, you know, just a regular property manager sitting in the office to a field technician who's out there doing inspections on our behalf and dealing face to face with tenants. Uh, all those people need to be screened to including maintenance men who are also 
face to face with residents and those they need to be screened. So you, you really kind of have to make the case that anybody working for a property management organization because of our sensitive nature of dealing with residents face to face, in addition to money and all the account background information in the backside, and not to mention millions flying in and out every month with rent, uh, you've got to make the case and you know, I think everyone's interested to kind of hear a little bit more about how your service can help protect us from a bad hire. I guess that would be a real good place to keep going with this. Okay. Again, it's a, a thorough criminal background check. Criminal at the county level and at the federal level. So what do you find out uh, for, for a person? You're going to check his residence. And going back to the bureau, we would check in the courthouse every place he has ever lived, every, any place that he has ever worked. For example, you're in uh, San Antonio. How about if somebody lives in San Antonio, but they work in Austin or they work in a, a neighboring county? You would want to go to that county courthouse to find out if they were arrested in, in, in that county. So you've got to do the county level searches at every location that they've either resided or they've worked. So you get a complete background on them. The other thing is a credit bureau check. A lot of times they use different names and they show up. And as a matter of fact, the Fair Credit Reporting Act has gotten on companies like Experian and, and uh, TransUnion and Equifax because they mix up names in the credit bureau file. But as an investigator, it's really a good lead for us to find out if somebody's using a different name. So you want to do that. I mentioned federal. Of course, the sex offender registry, that's very important. And we do a social security number residence check. So supposing somebody gives you an application and they say, well, I've lived in San Antonio all my life. Well, when we do that resident check, we say, wait, wait a minute, you lived in Baltimore for six years. You lived in Maywood, New Jersey for a period of time. So now that gives you lead information on checking the counties that they lived in up there. Also, they're giving you a fraudulent, uh, uh, making a fraudulent application. So that's an indication if they're going to withheld in, withhold information, maybe you want to give them a second look. Makes a lot of sense to me. And so I'm looking at your website, fidelitydataservice.com. Uh, and again, this comes into a play in our industry because we're all doing screening right now. We're, we're screening applicants through typically our software. The software could be Ritvine is what we choose and promote. There's Appfolio, there's Propertyware, there's Rent Manager, there's Yardy, there's, uh, I'm sure that I'm forgetting a couple others and they're going to hate on me, but uh, there's all these different softwares out there that do property management work, and they have built-in screening applications for applicants wanting to become tenant slash residents. So they do the basics, right? And it could be mm. 15, 20 bucks, whatever it's going to be, that math. But this, in my opinion, is for the next level. This is for the employees. And I think this is something that uh, I would recommend to, to a lot of people. I think we're going to implement something like this into our hiring process for sure is doing a little bit more of a background check upon all of our employees. And I think that's good standard practice because it can really get you in trouble a lot of different ways. And Fidelity Data Service. So what, I want you to talk about, okay, 
how do we potentially talk with your team about doing a really good, complete background screening for one of our potential employees? Please talk us through what that entails and how we reach you, uh, what that potentially would cost and the time frame it would take. Need a repair at 2 a.m.? Easy does it. Easy Repair coordinates maintenance and nothing else and takes after-hour maintenance calls for property managers, working with your property management software so you can see exactly what Easy is doing without leaving your own software. From Las Vegas, Nevada, our full-time maintenance coordinators will dispatch your work orders directly with your vendors. Give us a call at 800-488-6032. Or visit our website, easyrepairhotlinellc.com. First, it starts with a service agreement. We have to have your permission that you are going to abide by the fair credit, the terms and conditions of the Fair Credit Reporting Act. So we're on the same page, so to speak. We don't have any hold harmless agreement. And I was going to mention that. That is a big problem with a lot of companies, the Fair Credit Reporting Act dictates or mandates that you use a proper authorization form. No hold harmless agreement. Nothing in there that says we're going to release you, the company, or from any liability for any mistakes you make. Uh, we have a huge supermarket chain down here in Florida. They're in seven states. They were sued for using an uh, a, uh, uh, authorization form that contained this liability waiver, paid $6.8 million. And they're not alone. Many, many companies, and these are background screening companies that will give their client an authorization form that's illegal. So you got to watch out for that. So we give you a service agreement. You agree to abide by the terms and conditions of the Fair Credit Reporting Act. And then we give you a proposal. And as I said, I would recommend a federal search, county level search where they have lived. Also the nationwide, because that picks up some things, even though it's a, a database, which I don't like, that's when you get stale information. They have a process called screen scraping, where they go in, these big companies go in and get the information from the county level uh, databases now it goes into their database. So now we got a couple uh, days lag, a week lag, maybe months. So you'd have to go to the county level uh, and do that. The other thing would be a credit report and the nationwide, the sex offender uh, registry. That's very, very important. You talk about employees. We had a case where this individual hired on as a repairman and the maintenance guy at a big, uh, it was a three-level condominium complex, probably a thousand units. He had a key to everybody's apartment. He had a master key. So this one night, he had had a couple pops, a couple drinks. He goes over, uses the key to break in, and rapes one of the women. Big lawsuit. And come to find out, they never did a background check on this guy. Did they, they were checking on the applicants, thoroughly check them out, but they didn't do a background check on this employee. And we see it all the time where people have criminal records. They, they sort of squeak by the, uh, the, um, 
the screening process. There's one case I'm familiar with. It involved Home Depot. They missed a guy that slashed his girlfriend, raped her, and they hired him. Fell underneath the, uh, they didn't do a thorough background check. They got it mixed up. It was sloppy, old. And this individual served seven years in prison. So getting back to what I would recommend, county level, federal, sex offender, credit bureau, and then with the social security number trace, we're going to find out if they've been, uh, they're hiding any information on where they may have lived. So that would be. All right. So what, what would that, so what would something like that cost us? Probably, I'm going to say 46 bucks. That's it? Yeah. We would do the federal, we charge $12. Uh, the nationwide is only eight or 10 bucks. Credit bureau's 15. I don't have my calculator in front of me. But uh, yeah, let's say for 50 bucks or less. County level is 10, so we're talking 10, 20, 30, uh, 30, that would be 45. Let's say in the, in the range of 50 bucks, 50, maybe a little more. That's, that's, that's very affordable. Where do I sign? And the reason <laughs> I say that is this to me should be standard operating procedure for almost every management company. I should say not, it should be standard fare for every property management company that has employees because those two horror stories you talked about with Home Depot and you talked about the condominium, that's exactly what we do. If you hire or engage with a maintenance man, you could potentially even take it to the next level if you're using third party vendors and ensure they're doing that. I know that's a little bit intrusive when a third party vendor, you go into a vendor that's, you know, XYZ maintenance company and you say, Hey, I want you to background screen all of your dudes or gals that enter any one of my homes, go to this service, fill out this information and we'll pay for the background screening. I can see that being a thing, but you know, it's, it, we for sure got to start with uh, ourselves. So I'm looking at hiring a field technician. And <clears throat> when we start really narrowing that funnel down for this field tech, one of our standard procedures, I think will be to engage a company like yours and pay the money, 40, 50, 60 bucks, whatever that total math is and then have your background screeners run and do their, their job and get that report back to us. Now, typically, how long does this take your team to do? We usually have it done in two days because most of what we do is electronic. Now, if we do, we have been requested, and I'm a private investigator in Florida, there was at one time a requirement if you did any reference checks, you had to be a private investigator, because you're dealing with people's reputations. So when you go out, and we have done this, just like the Bureau, the FBI, when they do a full-filled investigation, they contact neighbors, knock on the door next door. Do you know Jimmy? Uh, how long have you known him? We used to use something called Carl, character, associates, reputation, and loyalty. That would be to the country, to the uh, U.S. government. That's what we would ask the neighbors. Do you know of any bad, uh, anything in his background that would, uh, that would be a detriment to working with sensitive information for the government? We just had this in, in the news, this uh, character up in uh, Massachusetts. He had full access to all the top secret documents. I and others 
that worked for the Bureau couldn't understand why he had this treasure trove of information. So that type of background investigation would show, would show the type of character we have here. So while I don't recommend that, but say if you were going to hire somebody in the top level position, it might be that uh, you want to look at his reputation. Does he beat his wife? Yeah, agreed. I think this is, yeah, yeah. this is a good solution. It's kind of like this is a, this is a missing part to our industry. Uh, there's just not a lot of vendors out there promoting or even in. And, and again, we keep our ears open and we we look to to hear about vendors doing this. Now we have plenty of screening vendors out there. Uh-huh. But none of them are really focusing on the employment. Now they say they do, but I don't know to the level of background screening they go to. And I've seen some of them before, some of these third-party vendors, and they're not that not that good. So I think an FBI-backed person who wrote the book on it, like you have, sir, and can be a uh, really good, as they say, arrow in the quiver for property management companies. I myself, I'm going to start using you guys. I'm going to start putting this into our standard operating procedures for new hires. Is Let's run a background check through fidelitydataservice.com. Uh, here's the phone number, 561-404-8940, fidelitydataservice.com. And you too can run a background check with their forms filled out and all the information that they need. They'll guide you through that and you can have that, that check done. This also can be very good as a point of distinction for your owners and or your residents to be able to show them or tell them at least with confidence that you have background screened all of your employees. And that's a big deal. I think a lot of owners and especially residents, I mean, they are very nervous about who's in their homes uh, and they want to know that there's, uh, you know, there's some, there's some follow-up to that. And it's just, just good, really good procedures. So Hank, I wanted to thank you for coming on. I think you told us quite a bit. I'm very excited about what you're offering. I know it's kind of a short episode, but really, uh, there's not a lot to discuss other than listen to horror stories. And I don't know if I can, I can tolerate anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things we started doing, I wrote this book. It took me 15 months to do seven days a week, looked at over 1000, probably about 1500 lawsuits. So I came up with this. So it's, it's uh, a book of 380 pages. And what I do is anybody new, one of our new customers, I give them a, complimentary copy of the book. And it really, really is an eye opener. I just touched on a couple things, especially in your industry, that there are a lot of horror stories on people that are retired police officers have been denied a place to live based on a faulty background check because these companies are not going to the county records. They're getting a stale database. They're getting names mixed up. And you in a in in texas are sort of like us in florida there are a lot of hispanic names so if you do a background check on on somebody named gonzalez you better be prepared to use every 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 tool you have in your in your toolbox you really really need to know so you're looking at social security number date of birth residence addresses I'm going to say nine out of 10 companies don't do that. So that's how they mix up people. They brand them as sex offenders and and drug drug dealers, and they're innocent. So I'd be happy to talk to anybody. They get a free copy of the book, and it's going to be an eye-opener. The other thing is they're going to know what forms they can use and what 
they can't use. That's very, very important because if somebody gets denied a job based on a faulty background check, the first thing those lawyers are going to do is use discovery. They're going to look at the documents and they're going to say, whoa, not only did he brand them a criminal, but they used a uh, illegal back, uh, authorization form. They never gave them a disclosure. And now Pandora's box is open. So it's really, really yeah, that's scary stuff. Not being not doing yeah. it the right way, because the sad part is the bigger we get, the bigger targets we are. So as you become more successful as a property management company and you start to grow in size, potentially, you become a bigger target. And some attorneys look at that like, oh, OK, well, you have, you know, a, you have a good insurance policy. That's something that we can go after. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and cause some trouble. And, you know, that's the, the world we live in with attorneys out there looking for a quick buck or a quick settlement or whatever it may be. Mr. Hank, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. been a fantastic episode. Expect RentWorks to sign up with you very soon. Okay. Uh, we're going to start making your services standard operating procedure in all of our hiring practices. Thanks again for coming on. Okay. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Are you looking to grow your company? Upkeep Media specializes in working with property management companies to help them grow their business. They have helped hundreds of companies add more properties under management with their three-phase system. They put a focus on helping property management companies succeed, and you can see proof of this with dozens of success stories available on their website. They currently offer a free growth marketing session for anyone who signs up at upkeepmedia.com forward slash growth. With their specialists in the property management industry, Upkeep Media gives you the edge that makes all the difference. Contact them today at info at upkeepmedia.com or call 1-800-418-9430. This has been a podcast episode by propertymanagementproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave us feedback, and come back for our next episode.